The following podcast contains some strong language and some very average opinions. Any references to actual people are wildly inaccurate. It's probably best if you don't listen at all. The Roaring Peacock Podcast. Welcome back to the Roaring Peacock Podcast. This is the match preview of Leeds United, greatest team in the world, uh, champions of Bielsabor, saviors of the Premier League against uh, Liverpool, the, the, the team that um, reached such great heights but uh, are now falling like the uh, mythological Icarus. So my name is Adonis and you know me as at the Adelites on Twitter. It's a very good hello from me. Thank you for joining us. And joining us is... Wiggy, how oh, mate? Good evening, we all okay? The long return of Wiggy. Hi, it's been a while. It's good to be back. It's been a hot minute, my friend. Um, Hi. So, Wiggy, obviously representing the, the Mighty Whites. Did I mention the best team in the world? And the stranger in our midst. The the red among whites. It's uh, John Gibbons from the Anfield Rap. Good evening. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to it. And yeah. strangers, strangers are just friends you haven't met yet. So, you know what I mean? Here we are. Oh, Here we look all at are. This. Buttering us up already. <laughs> just, just for this, could we have some subtitles put on, please, so that I can understand what's been said? I'm a, I'm a posh ghost, so don't worry. I'm a posh ghost. So. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fine. Speaking good of scousers, Adam Forshaw is back. Amazing. Who right. knew he was still a lead player? I didn't even know he still existed. John, do you know anything about Adam Forshaw? Do you know he exists? Very little, to be honest with you. Very little. Okay. He's an incredible, uh, an incredible young talent coming through our under twenty threes playing tonight. <laughs> we can't wait to see him go. <laughs> so, as ever, the format will be uh, looking at recent results. Then, um, so we're not going to bother with the Champions League because it's a Mickey Mouse competition for fools, basically, isn't it? Isn't it, Wiggy? <laughs> Yeah, well, champions what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Champions Leeds. <laughs> we were the champions. That was good. Um, Liverpool as well. Um, and then we will look at the reverse fixture. Uh, we'll have a little bit of a dabble with predicted lineups. We'll talk about the ref and VAR. And after all of that, I'll ask you to make your score predictions. So, John. Our listeners and viewers know a lot about Leeds United, so let's start off with with yourself. Um, Liverpool 2, Aston Villa 1. How was that? Uh, Navy, um, to be honest with you, our our home form was obviously poor going into it. We'd lost six in a row, and so when uh, we went 1-0 down, it was very much, here we go again. Um, Equaliser ruled out uh, for our friend Bar um, just before half-time. I'd found the toenail offside uh, 17 minutes earlier in the move, so I had to sort of call it out. So we were like, here we go again. But they managed to turn it round. And look, look, look last-minute winners are brilliant, aren't they? Um, the sort of, you know, what you're in it for, uh, even if we obviously can't be there to celebrate at the moment. So they got through it. I'm not going to pretend they were brilliant, uh, but they got through it, and it was uh, very much uh, a needed win and a very much a welcome one. Seems to be quite some parallels between our last uh, previous two games. Um, Wiggy, Manchester City won, Leeds United two. 
Oh, I mean, what can you say that hadn't already been said? It was just incredible, wasn't it? For a game that had, for us, nothing in it, really, other than pride, um, to go toe-to-toe with the champions um, of this season and absolutely smash it out of the park. I'm not just sure that this Leeds United side uh, plays fabulous football, but this Leeds United side can really defend and can put itself behind the ball and can then play really, really attractive um, counter-attacking football in that final minute to score that goal. The, the, the whole of Leeds, you could hear just raw. Uh, it was fabulous, yeah, and I'm still buzzing. Can you tell? Yes. <laughs> I can't a little bit tell. It's incredible. I'm just so excited still. Every time I think about it, I'm just like, wow, how did we do that? I think the whole city is in the same way, Wiggy. Um, John, how did you, uh, did you watch the Man City Leeds game? I didn't. I had it on the radio, old-fashioned radio. I was doing a bit of driving around, so I was enjoying it. But yeah, some results, and obviously not just that, but with the the ten man situation, just makes it sort of even more incredible. And you just wait for City to score. Well, I was, and then obviously they did, and he thought, "Oh, here they go," because they just get it done, don't they? And it's so hard to play against with eleven, never mind ten. So some results, and you know, it's been obviously a exciting season for you guys. Well, that feels like the headline one, certainly from from where we're sitting. That the sort of headline results um, of so far, so incredible stuff. And hopefully, you got rid of all your luck last weekend. And um, I, I, and yeah, uh, hitting the bar and the post and and everything in between uh, this weekend. I, I would say, like, when it, you're right, when it, we were down to 10 men, backs against the wall, um, and then they scored, and you're almost like, oh, we've done so well for this yeah. long, uh, but they're going to nick another now, and that's it, you know. But we played well, and, and, and you would still be happy. But to then, you know, going to <laughs> into extra time and just run up the other end, and you could see, couldn't you? Like Stones were knackered, but Dallas, he could have run back to Leeds. He absolutely <laughs> could have still had it. And he was just flying up there and, yeah, it was mental. It was brilliant. I would say that it wasn't luck, though, just to be clear. I think it was a, a fantastic tactical uh, bit of from Bielsa to, to let them play through the middle by stones. Didn't create anything. There was plenty of shots from outside the box, but uh, we'll have our luck to, uh, on Monday if, if we need to. <laughs> yeah, we pushed them out wide, didn't we? And they had 36 crosses and, and they were crossing into the... You know Sterling and 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 Jesus and let's face it they're not the uh, not the tallest lads in the world they're not renowned for their powerful headers are they um, I think <laughs> I think it was a tactical masterclass really in the end and and we could have we could have won it gone up there and won it a, a couple of times Rafinha had those um, uh, it was just so good what can I say and and like. <laughs> you know I, I spend ten minutes fifteen minutes running around and that's me done I'm, I'm I might look thin but I'm I'm not very fit at all. And Dallas, <laughs> Dallas, after he scored, he's legged it to the corner flag and punched the cut. Oh, it was so good. What can I say? Um, it was. It was right. amazing. But speaking of lucky, um, the reverse fixture. Uh, Liverpool got two penalties. That was, that was quite lucky, I thought. Um, especially the first one, where they changed the rules a week after. <laughs> I mean, they change the rules every week, don't they? The handball ones, it seems like I don't know what handball is or isn't anymore. Um, you know, yeah, it's it's a crazy situation. 
it feels so long ago that doesn't it and it felt like you know it was it was behind closed doors it was like oh we'll all be back in stadium soon <laughs> we still are so it's still not there but i know i do remember Leeds play really well that day and i think surprised a few people you know and i think you know how they've done obviously well to sort of you know come up as champions and people knew you know a bit about what they were about but there's one you know just, just the same what you're about and, and playing that way in the championship or coming up against uh, the champions as we were then uh, I assured everyone and I'm putting in that performance and I think they uh, turned a few heads um, that day um, certainly and not, not least amongst Liverpool supporters Wiki the, the most watched game in Premier League history and what a game it was we absolutely just showed our arrival on the big stage, didn't we? I can. I, it does feel like a lifetime ago, but I can remember it like it was yesterday. Just this uh, utter feeling of just pure excitement yeah. that we're going toe to toe with the champions, and it, it was. We we were sat there thinking we're probably not going to get anything for this game, so we just hope they go and play really well. And they just went and played really well. And you were disappointed that we didn't get anything from it. And it was just, I can remember because it was the uh, the rules had relaxed a little bit and you could go to the pub. So I went to the pub with our kid and a few friends and it was incredible in there. Like I've never known an atmosphere like it when Leeds scored that first one. It was really good in terms of having us all six to a table and the social distancing. Then when we scored, it was rules out the window. Everyone <laughs> got crazy. Everyone's Spread the virus everywhere. Then sit back in your six and be okay again. It was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had the ball in the back of the net, I think, five times as well. So there were, there were a couple of uh, disallowed goals. Um, so the story of the game was really built around um, sort of, it was the start of the season and Liverpool had looked impregnable at Anfield. I mean, they looked like, you guys looked like, you'd been playing a different sport you know you were that you were that good um on such a different level for the past two seasons and yes we'd been doing something similar but it, it was a level below and yeah just that excitement to see our team competing with you guys was uh incredible but what i want to ask you john is liverpool have been so good for the last two seasons what has gone wrong <laughs> yeah, that's the million-dollar question, isn't it? I think, I mean, look, the injuries have been well documented, and the and they and they've not been great. You know, I knew you were going to say <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew that was coming. I've got our injuries ready. Don't you worry, Donny. I've Listen, <laughs> just because just because you know the correct answer, that that just means that you know it's like saying it's like asking what two plus two is and moaning when I say four. I knew you were going to say four. Do you know what I mean? If it's the if it's it, look, it's it's been a big part. The injuries of centre half have, have have been sort of disastrous, really. But but it isn't just that is what I was going to say. The intensity of the teams also dropped a little bit, mm. and I think the team that is. Is, is at the best when they're playing 100 miles an hour, is at the best when they're in opposition faces and making it difficult. And for whatever reason, uh, be that part injuries, part a little bit of motivation, part, you know, playing at a certain intensity for, for so long, you know, that just, you know, it, it naturally sort of drops. Like it did for City last season, to be fair, and then, and then they sort of bounce back. Maybe it was sort of all going to happen. I think it is difficult for any side, you know, especially when it's it's more or less the same group of players to sort of keep going and keep going season after season. Maybe there was always going to be a dip this season, but I think that's been, 
you know, accelerated, if you like, because of the injuries and, and because of the sort of empty stadiums, really. It's just sort of all, all led to a bit of a, a malaise at Anfield. And I think the hope is just that... Just the hope is that the Liverpool can can bounce back from it, and it's not something more sort of long term, or it's not something sort of more worrying than that. Really, that you know, you know, as I say, City last year they looked on, and then this year only a couple of new players in, and they look sort of back to the best. So the hope is amongst Liverpool supporters, it's more of that rather than something a little bit more worrying. But time will tell. Okay, just on that injuries thing, um, Van Dijk and Gomez—they're probably your two main centre-backs, aren't they? And um, A lot of the talk has been around your centre-backs. Um, you lost 7-2 against Aston Villa with Van Dijk and Gomez at the back. Yeah. So, I, I, it, it, it's been going on a lot, you know, this this conversation. Obviously, like, what's going on with Liverpool? Everyone's talking about Liverpool and the injuries. And I just, I really don't know because we've had how many, how many injuries have we had, Wiggy? How many different... Sense about partnerships? We've had probably north of between between five and ten different partnerships, definitely. At I different points. Oh well, there you go. There's me with my stats wrong. <laughs> uh, <there's> been... <laughs> well, we're on twenty if we're counting. Uh, twenty different centre half partnerships. So, yeah, three, three, three out. It's Joe Matip as well is out, out is out for the season as well. So it's, it's one, two, and three fair choice. And look, it's not ideal. And I'm not saying that we've got the monopoly on injuries. Uh, no, no, no. Don't, 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 you know, don't get me wrong. I'm just saying it has something that sort of really affected us. But then, you know, there's Liverpool fans out there and say that, you know, we, we looked a little bit short there and it, and it was an area we should have strengthened in the summer. So maybe it's sort of their own fault. Obviously, they had to go out and get a couple um, in January and one of them in Quebec sort of done all right. So maybe he should have been uh, in there in August and we wouldn't have had to play so many midfielders there. <laughs> I, I think, you know, from my perspective and looking at it, it just looks like Liverpool have fallen off a cliff. Like, it hasn't just been a, a you know, gradual decline and you're still in and around second and third and, and pushing for the title. It looks mm. on paper that it's been a real, real shit season for you. Um, and then I think the other point is, is on the injuries front, I think the media focus a lot on injuries that are happening with City, with Liverpool and with all your big teams, but never, ever mention the injuries happening with your teams lower down the, the Premier League. Like, they never mention the fact that we had, you know, a right-back playing at centre-back with a, a, someone who's never played in the Premier League before. It just... It, it's really biased towards that. And it's, I mean, it's not your fault, John, and it's not Liverpool's fault. It's just the way the media uh, portray things is, is bizarre. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, we we, we have to, we always put the needle in to our opposition uh, uh, fans on the, on the previews. And oh, I think that, that's the only way to do it. That's the Leeds way. That's part of us coming up, saving the Premier League. But this is more of a, of a situation with the, um, the pundits, I would say, because all of the um, narrative around our club was um, Bielsa's naive, um, where you can't, you need to defend in the in the Premier League, etc., etc., etc. And all of the narrative around uh, Liverpool was, oh, poor Liverpool. In, um, Vigils for Virgil and uh, how could they have done this to the great Liverpool? Anyway, um, so <laughs> Liverpool 4, Leeds 3, um, 22 shots. You probably deserve to get something out of the game. 
<laughs> Said begrudgingly. <laughs> Um, but we outpossessed you, fifty-two uh, percent. So, uh, does that happen very often, John? Uh, do you get outpossessed uh, that often at, at Anfield, especially? Probably not at home. No, I think. Look, we were, we're sort of a fairly direct team, is what I'd say, and especially in an open game. And so, we are a team that will look to create chances quickly. So, we're not a Manchester City who will sort of, you know, look to dominate the ball all the time and, and pass it around. You know, almost for the sake of it, it feels size with some teams. Uh, we are a sort of direct team, but I think it's rare you know, for us to to have less possession at home than the opposition. And I think that just goes back to what I said right at the top was that how impressive sort of leads were and how it's, it's one thing saying you're going to play a certain way, but another thing sort of fully committing to it, really. And I think that's what leads it on the day. And then even, you know, having... having you know, gone down in the games to sort of, you know, to stick to your guns and stick to, you know, this is how we're going to play. And I think that's what I've liked about Leeds all year, to be fair, is that, that they've stuck to the guns and they've had, they've had some flack, do you know what I mean, from certain places. And I've been sort of quite surprised about it, really. It feels like everyone's ready to put the boot in to Bielsa and, and the team as soon as the defeat happens, but maybe a little bit quieter uh, when these great results come. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm Team Bielsa, don't worry. And I think, you know, Leeds, Leeds have been really good fun to watch. And, in a year where we've had very little to do, but watch the endless football on telly. You know, I'd rather watch Leeds United play than, you know, a lot of the teams in this league. And so, and I think they showed that sort of straight from the off in that first game. Yeah, and for all of us saying that you've had a bad season, you've still got seven points more than us. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's it's funny with us because, you know, we, we, I remember going and what, we, we managed to get to uh, some games in December. Uh, they opened up the stadiums for a little bit and 2,000 fans went to three games and I went to the one against Tottenham, which was the second one. Uh, and we won 2-1. We scored a, a goal for me and we went five points clear and that was in December. So it's funny, it's like it's been this sort of bad year, but I thought we were going to win the league that night. I was like, well, you know, City was struggling. You know, we, we, we were five points clear at the top. I think someone might have had a game in hand or someone maybe Leicester, but I was like, we're flying here. We've we've coped with the injuries and I don't know sort of what happened over Christmas really um, and that's where I think the, the stuff around the injuries maybe is, is fair to to kind of say well it can't just be that because you know the, the, those guys were injured there but we, we managed to weather it and at some point when it just started going wrong I think they started to just I don't know feeling a little bit too sorry for themselves I don't know maybe sort of bought into the narrative a bit too much but as I say by December uh, we were we were we were we were looking fine, but it just sort of all, all went a bit wrong, sort of over Christmas and maybe when the game started coming a bit thicker. I don't know, and I think they did they feel a little bit too sorry for themselves for for a little bit too long. But we're just hoping we're on a decent one now. We've we've quietly we won our last three in the league, and so we're going into this uh, with a little bit of form. So we shall see. Do, do you know what it is? I've worked it out. Yeah, it's clock burnout. It's clock burnout. Clock burnout. Happy Christmas. Clock burnout. That's what we'll call it. That's what we're going with. <laughs> clopped out cop outs not only is it that bad that you, you're you there you're where you are it's the fact that you're going to lose your Champions League spot to West fucking Ham <laughs> like <that laughs> well listen listen there's no shame to losing out to David Moyes football genius <laughs> uh, the, the, Mo- the Moyes Ayer the chosen one as they mm. called him uh, we've all Manchester got a copy United. of Moyes' book you know, any any serious student of the game does. Serial winner, David Moyes, you know, how are you supposed to compete with him? Right. <laughs> so let's talk about some predicted lineups then. Um, for Liverpool, uh, this was the lineup against Villa. You think it will be the same? So Alisson in goal, 
Trent on the right, then Phillips and Kabak, the uh, 21st centre-back partnership or whatever it is. Uh, <laughs> Robertson on the left, Wijnaldum, Fabinho, Milner in the middle, Salah, Firmino and Jota. Yeah, it's, I mean, the, the, the back five will will, will play um, in terms of midfield. Fabinho will play. Uh, Wijnaldum has played pretty much every game, so you'd expect him to come in. Um, the third position is is a bit more for grabs. It's been rotated a little bit. Um, Thiago obviously came in with a lot of fanfare and, and then picked up an injury himself. And then since he's come back, he's been a bit in and out of the team. I still really like him, uh, but the manager's not picked him last three games now. Um, so we, we shall see sort of what happens there. Uh, Milner's... Um, come in and done really well recently he's probably hasn't played enough this season um considering you know the sort of injuries we've had and the problems we've had around sort of leaders he probably hasn't uh, i think he's been on the a bit underused obviously a love uh going back to Allen road and so there's maybe a shout um to, 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 to sort of pick him and then the front three we've got four really good forwards on on, on paper um he was struggling a little bit on the pitch a couple of them recently um so um, sadio mani doesn't play in that whether he comes in for this one he in, in in Europe and so we shall see so I mean Salah plays because he's he's, he's 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 been the, the the bright spark this season in terms of goal scoring um, so it's Salah and then it's two of uh, Firmino um, Mane and Jota and I wouldn't like to guess who he'll go with but it'll be two of those three There's other clubs that Milner could have gone to um, where he might have got more more game time maybe closer <laughs> to his heart yeah, well, maybe that'll happen this summer. Uh, who knows? Uh, it's a little bit of a shame, uh, but but as I say, um, he's he, he started him, he started him last couple of games, and he's done really well. Um, so maybe maybe he'll be back here, back at Elmo Monday. He'll he'll certainly get on at some point. Okay, um, Wiggy uh, for Leeds, then Meliengo, Alioski on the left, Cooper, Lorenz. Oh no, not Cooper, Stroud. Yeah. Strauch and Lorente in the middle, Ailing on the right, Phillips at defensive midfield role, um, Costa, Rafinha looks like he's out. Um, so that would make Harrison uh, come in. Um, if not, it'll be Rafinha and uh, Jackie Haradona, no doubt. Um, Tyler Roberts and Stuart Dallas in the middle and Patrick Bamford up front. Does that sound about right? Yeah, I think there's still some debate, isn't there, whether it'll be Strauch or, or Cobb, but I think it will be Strauch. Um, there's obviously the injuries um, to uh, Rafinha. If he's fit, um, he probably does start. I mean, it's between uh, Costa or uh, Harrison. I thought Costa had a really good game against City and, uh, and probably would feel a little hard done by if he found himself back on the bench. But having said that, Harrison's been on a fantastic run recently. So again, he he's well in contention. So uh, obviously, Rodrigo's out. Um, it's too early for Forshaw. So yeah, I think you're pretty much bang on. Um, we'll see. He always likes to spring a surprise or two. So let's see what, what comes on Monday. He does indeed. Um, <clears throat> it's very rare, though, <laughs> to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> very, very rare. It's, it's very consistent. But, like, uh, again, City, no one expecting Rodrigo not to be there. Mm, that's true. As an example. Um, so, Leeds have conceded 52 goals in 25 Premier League matches against Liverpool, more than against any other opponent. So, seems like we're due a clean sheet, Wig. 100 <laughs> percent and, 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 and we gifted them four uh earlier in the season so if we keep a clean sheet now that's two again we'll go with that right um okay so ref watch then anthony taylor um do we have any love for anthony taylor john 
No, he's a Mancunian, isn't he? Uh, like they all seem to be. Um, half half the Premier League. Um, so now he's he's not he's not a favoured one um, at Liverpool. Whatever we get a referee from Greater Manchester, uh, we always seem to struggle with them. Very similar to us, actually. <laughs> um, the only thing going in his favour is maybe he he hates us equally. Um, <laughs> and on VAR, Mike Dean. Good old Mike Dean. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, there's there's no good referees left, is there? I can't think of one. No, I don't think so. Right, we've looked at recent results. We've talked about the reverse fixture. We've done predicted lineups, and we've done ref watch. So now you should have everything that you could possibly need to make an informed match preview score prediction. So, John, and for the benefit of any new listeners or viewers, you will guess the score. You will get one point for guessing the correct result. So a win, draw, or a loss. You'll get two extra bonus points for predicting the exact score line. And you get a bonus point for each correct goal scorer you name. But to stop you naming, gaming the system even, and naming every player on both squads, you get minus one point for each incorrect goal scorer named. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, so you don't have to name any goal scorers. Totally up to you. Um, so with all that in mind, John, what is your match preview prediction? I'm going to go with 2-1 Liverpool. And I will say Mo Salah uh, will score um, as he normally does uh, this season. I got a hat-trick, I think, in, against you guys uh, earlier in the season, I'm pretty sure. Um, so I'm going to go with uh, Mo Salah for one and a 2-1 victory for Liverpool. Yeah, it was a hat-trick, but it was two penalties. One that you definitely didn't deserve. And the other one, well, that was just Rodrigo trying to tackle, wasn't it? That was a record, uh, record, record transfer. Can't even say it. Twenty-seven million pounds worth of tackle that was. He, he, he was just uh, introducing himself to our fans. Right, showing how keen he was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Phillips had told him go in really hard on your first tackler. The fans are going to love you. Yeah, you'll get you'll get a song after you if you do it. Do it. Do it. You'll get a mural. Yeah, and, then, and then he does it. He's like, no, not there. Don't do it there. <laughs> not like that. <laughs> okay, Wiki, your, pred- your prediction? So I'm going to go with a draw. Uh, so two all. I think there'll be a couple of goals each uh, each way. Uh, obviously, I was not very uh, optimistic last weekend when we were playing City, but this weekend <laughs> I'm much more optimistic. We've got uh, we've uh, it, uh, we say a free hit. I know that people don't like that, but it is. We've got a free hit at the current champion, so let's go for it. In terms of goal scorers, I think Roberts is due one, so I'm going with Roberts. Roberts? Uh, Donna, he's due one. He's been playing really well the last few games. The only thing he needs is a goal. So I'm going with Roberts, and that's it. I'm leaving it there. I would usually go with Harrison, but I'm, I just don't know where he's starting, so I'm going to keep with Roberts. Okay, so John predicting Salah to get his uh, 20th goal of the season to make him the first Liverpool player to score 20 goals three seasons in a row. There you go. Some stats for you. Bloody hell, look at you doing your research. I'm on the premierleague.com. <laughs> it's, it does it all for me, really. 
<laughs> spend, spend too much time with stats. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so final thoughts then, gents. Um, and John, if you could, uh, I guess you've already said how you found Leeds. I normally ask uh, the opposition fans um, how, what they've thought of Leeds so far this season and then just some final thoughts. Oh, yeah, we're looking forward to the game. I think Liverpool will have to be really good uh, to win. I'm hoping that they will. I think Liverpool obviously need to win to try and get top four. So I think they'll be up four. And I'm hoping they'll just do enough. But shame I can't go. I do like going to Ellen Road. I've had good and bad experiences there as a supporter. I uh, prefer the 2 0 in the FA Cup, uh, I think in 2001 or 2002, and much more than watching Mark Viduka score four goals past us, uh, which oh, I was at as well. Were you there? Uh, yeah, I was there. I, oh. I was there for that masterclass. Uh, um, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> we went 2-0 up that? in that game as well. We yeah. went 2-0 up. Um, Beautiful sunny day. It was. It was, it was gorgeous. Uh, they used to, they used to, uh, it was Leeds away was always really early, like in the day as well. Like mm. I'm sure one of them was in the morning, 11.45 kickoff one mm. year. Um, but yeah, that was at the 4-3, uh, but also at uh, the 2-0 the, the FA Cup victory, which was which is a brilliant uh, win as well. And we went on to win it that year, actually, as well. So, uh, so good and bad. It's a real shame. Um, I can't I can't get there when none of us can get there, but you just stay it up, aren't you? So we'll all get it next year. Uh, but yeah, no, um, yeah, looking forward to it. Hopefully, Liverpool can do the business because uh, we need the points more than you guys. So I'm sure you will. <laughs> we do. We're, we're fired up there. Do you know what I mean? You guys, you know, battle for 10th. Who's bothered? Do you know what I mean? You'll let us have these. Hey, I'm not writing you up, I'm just saying that you know that maybe maybe you'll do us a favor. Uh do you a favor? Why? What do we owe you? Generosity, generosity, you know, hands across the M62. <laughs> not convinced there. Okay. <laughs> I actually don't think it would be good if we got into Europe, to be fair. No, no. But I still don't think we are, we are Liverpool any favours. No, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not expecting any, don't we? Uh, Wiggy, final thoughts? I think it'll be a really, really good game, another really good one. I think our boys are in this situation where, like we all are as fans, you look at the three games... Uh, Last week, this week, and uh, next weekend, where we were all like, oh, my God, we better be safe by that point. We are. They can go out and they can really enjoy it. So that's what I want them to do. I want them to go out and play that free-flowing football that we saw against City before we got a man sent off. Mm -hmm. So it's a real open game. Hopefully there's some goals. Um, And, yeah, I think, look, Whilst Liverpool are not where they've been the, the previous season, they're still a fantastic team. They're still fighting for the Champions League at the minute. So I think they'll give us a really good game. Um, and, and like John said, it's just a shame that we're not there to uh, to witness it live. But hey, hey ho, hopefully next year. Yeah. What a shame it is for, for Jimmy Milner as well. Um, he would have waited a, such a long time and he would have got such a fantastic reception. Okay, if you enjoyed that podcast... You can find us on Twitter at Peacock's Raw or on YouTube if you're listening at The Roaring Peacock. My name's Adonis and you know me as at The Adelites on Twitter. It's a very good buy from me and representing the Mighty Whites, The Roaring Peacock. It was Wiggy at, um, what is it, Wiggy1234? Yeah, you forgot it. God, I haven't got that long. You've been gone <laughs> less time than four, sure, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it is, yeah, at Wiggy1234, and goodbye from me. And uh, representing the Anfield rap and uh, Liverpool, it was John. Goodbye from him. Bye, thanks for having me. Come on, Leeds! Come, Come on, Leeds! On. On, on, on. Most of our stats come from LUFC Stats or LUFC Data on Twitter. A very special thanks to Barney Stewart, Clifford Ewan and Howard Metcalf, Josh Pearson, Laura, Leon and Rob, The Light Show and all our family and friends. So many games to play, don't care what's on your mind. I should have said no.